Hey there, are you sick and tired of feeling sick and tired? Join Adol Kozilski and Fagy Stern as they explore ways to reverse chronic illness and achieve vibrant health. Your health is your only wealth and together we can be better. Hashtag Healthy You, Wealthy You. Well, today we are not going to feel sick and tired. If we don't want to be sick and tired, we are going to get your body moving because part of being healthy is to actually have healthy movement. Good morning. This is the Healthy You, Wealthy Show. Kozlowski. And hello, baby. Good morning, Ada. Well, after this, right, we're going to, to exercise our bodies. Well, definitely going to be thinking about Pilates, that's for sure. Right, we're talking Pilates today. Um, it is a more modern age type of exercise but it is a fantastic form of exercise and I've utilized it a lot in my life, not 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 um, as often as I should, but I've definitely seen the benefits and we thought that today we would have a discussion around Pilates to understand um, what Pilates is about and how it can benefit you. We have um, on our show, our guest is Sabrina Pretorius. She's a Basie certified Pilates instructor and exercise specialist. She's been doing this for 11 years, and she currently runs a small private studio at Synergy Holistic Sports and Wellness Center. So without further ado, good morning, uh, Sabrina. Thank you for joining us. Morning, morning. Thanks for having me. Right. So just before we get into Pilates, let uh, um, us and our listeners know a little bit about you and how you came to be a Pilates instructor. Okay, so basically from a young age, I was very active. I started dancing age three. I was very involved in every sport. I tried them all and had a little bit of a natural flair for them. I always enjoyed moving and being active, but I developed a passion around helping people heal and just the human body in general, and it led me to... um studying a little bit more deeply about anatomy and physiology, getting into massage and ther- therapies involving healing and feeling good. And that then took me to study my sports science diploma where I got into the whole personal training side of life. And one of my trainers then introduced me to Pilates as a side course to add on. And I decided to do it because I knew less about it opposed to yoga, and that was in 2011, and I realized I had just learned the tip of an iceberg, and then really took it further and did all my research in terms of Pilates, and decided to go and do the best possible training I could and take it to the next level, that no matter where I am, I can teach anyone Pilates and share this amazing stuff. It's amazing when somebody is passionate about about something, you know, you embrace it and then you can gift it to the world. So let's uh, let's start off with what is Pilates? <laughs> well, Pilates, Pilates is a form of exercise that is really rehabilitative based. It is involving a mind-body connection and pretty much full-body exercise. You can... There is a mat work repertoire and then there are a bunch of machines that it all progresses and builds up onto. And the machines are spring based. So it brings in a resistance type of training and it is the basis is so huge. So there's just, there's, it's just never 
ending. There's so, so many exercises from mat work to machines that it really never gets boring. Is there anyone that can't do Pilates? Uh, not really, no. Pilates is for anybody and everybody um, purely because it is rehabilitative based. So depending on what's going on in your body, there is something for you in terms of there's a way to move and strengthen or do something. So Pilates, what happens if someone has like a really bad back injury and they come to you and they want to do Pilates? How does that work? So basically I'll assess my clients and say to the, assess the pain levels. If it's anything more than a four out of 10 pain level, then I would definitely refer them to a specialist in terms of physio and chiro to assess that pain management really get to the root and from there you evolve into your Pilates work where you now start really moving and strengthening because it is truly based around core strengthening all those deeper muscles and that helps prevent pain and injury and all those kinds of things so pretty much yeah back pain pain away I, I keep on talking about my children on the radio. Adel, you speak about your grandchildren. But when it comes to core, also, you know, with the children, a lot of the time the teachers say to, to us, well, we can't sit or we can't sit straight. I mean, posture also has a lot to do with Pilates. Yeah, t- totally. I always say to my clients, like certain exercise we're doing, this is a fun one to do with your kids. Try hold this position. Do this one at home. See if your children can hold this, if they roll over, if they fall, and it can help build their, their core strength, which is which is really nice. So let's just take a step back and how did Pilates become Pilates? Like what is the history and the origin of Pilates? I love speaking about this. So Pilates is only about 80 years old. So it's a lot more new age compared to yoga. And a lot of people don't know what it even is or is it the same as yoga. So Pilates was created by a German man. His name is Joseph Pilates. And you can Google him and see all the olden day pictures back in the day. Um, he had sickle cell disease, so he had to strengthen his muscles to support his bones. And he had active parents and was always involved in physically training. And he then went to evolve to working on Isle of Man, helping heal injured men in the war. And he became really well known for what he was doing there and his work. He then went to the United States because he was invited by Pro Boxer's manager and in the States, he met his wife, and the two of them opened up the very first Pilates studio ever in New York. I think it was around 1942, around there. And nobody knew what Pilates was, so they attracted a very different crowd, circus performers, bodybuilders, dancers. Then only after Joseph passed did it actually blow up and become something so he really changed exercise and evolved it in such a way that it's not just a workout he made it type of medicine style movement that can just help your body through pain injury anything but also if you don't even have any pain or injury in your body you're doing certain movements in such a way that's helping condition your body keep it mobile and strong for a healthy long life he said you should be priming when you're in your 70s uh-huh. 70s, 80s, 90s. <laughs> um, so just uh, would you say then Pilates is very much um, a muscle building type of exercise? You know, it we, is. We about muscle and, and when you're looking just in the holistic world, um, the practitioners talk a lot about the fact that, that as we get older, our muscles atrophy. 
you know, and, and it's important that we, we, we keep that like flesh around our bones in order to keep our body strong. Totally, definitely, 100%. You're building a lot of muscle strength, but not in a bulky sense. And mm. it not only is it building strength, but there's also so much mobility work involved with the springs and resistance type of training that you're also getting a lot of the stretch. So it's a real balance between the strengthening and the mobilizing stretching. And you really want a balance between the two. There's no point being strong and not mobile and supple and flexible or fle- so flexible and not strong. So it's really a balance of both, which is ultimate. This is the Healthy You, Wealthy You show with Adol Kosilski and Fagy Stern. While we are, while, while we're going to get back to our subject of Pilates, for anybody who'd like to join our WhatsApp group, uh, we run a Healthy You, Wealthy You WhatsApp group where we drop just a little bit of health every single day. It's admin run. You can even silence it and look at it at your own leisure. You may do so by sending your name and your um, phone number to info at highfm.com and we'll gladly join you. If there are any topics that you would like us to speak about, then please also email info at highfm.com with the topic Healthy You, Wealthy You, and we'll try to do our best to bring a specialist on board. Today we are talking to Sabrina Pretorius. We're talking about Pilates and what movement can do for us. Um, we just touched a little bit before the break, Sabrina, about um, person a person with backache. But let's maybe broaden the, the the topic and say who can do Pilates, and then let's focus on some some interest groups. For example, pregnant women. So Pilates is definitely for anyone and everyone, elderly, kids, middle aged, pregnant, back pain, no back pain, post. Surgery, rehab, general workout, pretty much covers everybody. It's obviously not hard on the body. The body obviously can handle it when it's, you know, vulnerable. Of course. And obviously there are different type of levels. There's a foundation set of repertoire. So if you someone that's maybe really beginner or experiencing a lot of pain in the body, we're going to move according to what your body needs and work around that. So is is there a set is, is is there a set repertoire like can can somebody come in and move in you you mentioned the word foundation so how many phases are there and can you if you say more athletic would you be able to start somewhere up up the rung in the ladder there so there's definitely a foundation uh, repertoire of mat work. And even on the equipment, but it definitely evolves. So you'll see, you go through foundation work with your clients. And if you, you can already tell them through the foundation work, if they're struggling with certain movements, you know, they're not going to be doing the intermediate version of that exercise. You're going to work on mastering the foundation level and then building up from there. But you can be someone that's been doing Pilates for 25 years and, and doesn't necessarily do advanced exercises. You could be someone that is fairly strong and able to move into more of the advanced stuff. It doesn't mean you're going to get a, not get a great workout or whatever your body needs from those movements. Even in the fa- fundamentals and foundations, you get a lot of fusty burn happening in the body. There's, there's depth in the, in the fundamentals. It's actually interesting because yoga, you go to a whole class where there are lots of people doing the same thing. I guess Pilates is very specific for that it's, one person. Totally. Yeah, it is very different. Um, you know, just the nature of yoga versus Pilates is, it's very, very different. Um, 
you know, uh, yoga, doing the stretches and exercises, your what's known as a sana, is um, a prep for a state. They're all preps. You do breathing acts, cleansing acts, whereas Pilates is purely just built around exercise, movement, purely. Both of them require mind-body connections, but they're completely different. Pilates is something you want to be hands-on with, cueing, helping adjust, fix. Whereas yoga, depending on the type of style class, you're not necessarily always going in to touch the person and correct the person. Although all good instructors should be correcting and helping assist their clients. One-on-one or you can have more people at a time? Any, yeah. I do one-on-ones and small people at a time, or you have only one person. I have four people at a time, or I do one-on-ones. I think is each person getting individual exercises, or everybody's doing the same thing. Everyone's doing the same thing, but for example, if I'm seeing four people and Sally's got a shoulder issue and Paul's got a back issue, we're going to do a bit of back and shoulder regardless in the class. But while we're on that shoulder work, I'm going to be cueing Sally and say, pull a bit more through your left arm here and draw it down there. And I'm going to be watching Paul with his back and cueing a little bit extra push there. And that's also where your experience in being an instructor comes comes in, that you're able to be really um, attentive with all your clients' needs all the time. And then what training should a Pilates instructor actually have? Pilates instructor should have, well, there's a lot of, so to speak, um, watered-down Pilates out there unfortunately and this is why it's important to know that your instructors are qualified there are amazing training schools out there one specifically bassi and another one starts they are internationally certified um, courses but also you want to make sure that your instructor has a lot of hours of experience teaching um, practicing and um, shadowing instructors that have also done the same tra- level of training. Your instructor needs to be on you, attentive, watching everything, and you can sort of tell then if they've got if experience someone, or not. If someone's struggling like with weight issues, would someone specifically come to Pilates to lose weight? Not necessarily, no. This is one um, unfortunate thing about Pilates in the sense it's not known for cardiovascular type of training You can get a little bit of heart rate elevation, but it's not your cardio per se type of exercise. Pilates is great to help you tone and lose weight, but you should, in addition with that, be definitely doing some walking or cardiovascular exercise. Everybody should be doing something to get their heart rate elevated. doesn't mean you need to go run a marathon. But in addition with your Pilates, I would definitely recommend doing some extra walking or something to just get that you enjoy that gets the heart rate up. I know with yoga, um, people found that their body shape changes and things change with their bodies. Would, it, would the same thing happen with Pilates over time? Oh, yes. Working with the deep muscles and, and targeting the core, even if you're not losing weight, you so many of my clients, even myself, when I really got into the Pilates, you just see the changes in your body. Even if you're wearing the same size clothes, your shape just changes. You get a little bit of definition in different types of places to your ordinary sort of sit up crunches in terms of core definition it's beautiful so, and listening to you um 
am I hearing right that if you want to do Pilates, you have to go to instructor or is it something that you can learn and do at home um, and follow? Like what are the benefits of going to an instructor as opposed to doing at home? There's lots of apps out there, you know, that are doing. Uh, uh, and can you cause injury by doing it on your own? There is so much stuff out there online. I feel like the market is really flooded with so much stuff. If you're a person that is extremely diligent and has been doing Pilates training for so long that has no issues in the bodies and can sort of check in with self, good body awareness, then yes, maybe it's great to you can do it at home and do it on your own. But otherwise, I would definitely recommend an instructor because it just changes it completely. You have those extra eyes. You have that that feedback. It's just a whole different experience with an instructor on you queuing, having that that trainer that knows what they're doing, giving so you feedback. We were talking just before we, we, we came on to the show that um, – I, I, I used to go out to an instructor and do Pilates and that there's really two, I don't know what you want to call it, two ways that you could do Pilates, either on the mat or then there's <clears throat> all these fancy machines. I was telling you that I love the reformer. I wish I could have one in my bedroom. Maybe maybe speak to us a little bit about what, what that difference is. Okay. So, yes, you get your Pilates mat work and I would generally say to my clients it all starts on the mat but all those movements that you learnt on the mat branch onto your equipment the most um classic pilates machines are the reformers everybody knows about reformers when you speak about pilates machines they are definitely the the classic machine but you also get some others you get the cadillac which is like a big cage looking like machine you get exo chairs wonder machines which are these little box looking type things you often look at them and think what on earth do you do with that but there's so much you do with that then there's barrels arc barrels to help lay back and iron out the spine those are the four main ones you do get some other extras but um yeah all the machines are spring based so whatever you're doing with them it, it, it is a resistance form of training and it's really to keep on in your bedroom it's honestly the, <laughs> the types of injuries that you can you actually get a, 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 there's one that's on the market now that you can actually fold up and put behind your couch or under the stairs or pack it away for people who want a reformer at home to use and do their own thing. But it's not ideal for a studio because, you know, I've got bodies every day coming in and on those machines. So I want the the bigger ones that stay there set up and ready for action all the time. After the show, we're going to talk about the one that goes behind behind the thing. Yeah. And, uh, listeners who don't understand, how does, it, how does a reformer work? Because reformer sounds... I don't know. It, it, it looks a lot more scary and intimidating than what it is. Um, but pretty much it's just this kind of bed that you lay down on. There's a foot bar. There's straps for your hands and feet. There's little handlebars. And you pretty much can be in tons of different positions, either on your back pushing your feet through the foot bar, arms in straps, pulling ropes, lifting chest up abs, feet in straps, leg circles. There's so many, so, so many. But it does look a lot more scary than what it really is. Pilates when I was, when I was a little bit younger and it was pretty tough actually. I, I actually use this Pilates now. Um, I, I broke my leg in 2007, landed up with surgery, a titanium rod, whatever have you. And part of my re- 
my my second phase of rehabilitation. Obviously, I went to the physio and the biokineticist first. You know, once they they got me walking, they said you better go and do Pilates or or, or something else to start building. And that's why I got to know the reformer. The reformer became my my best friend. And the, you know, through 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 those exercises, I managed to to rehabilitate my leg. Thank God that you know I don't have a limp that I that 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 I have the strength, et cetera, et cetera. But I think that you know maybe maybe talk a little bit into and I think that I, I, I see it in myself. I think it is a it's a way of life that if you don't exercise, your muscles are going to get weak again. Like yes. it doesn't matter how strong how strong you are, or who you are. Yeah, I like the saying: if you don't use it, you lose it. Mm. So even if you don't have any problems in the body. You want to keep moving because today's day and age, we're living a lot more sedentary type of lifestyles and the shoulders are not moving. The hips are not circling. The spine is not flexing and extending nearly as much as what it should in enough hours in the day. We're sitting so much. We're holding focus in certain positions. So it's just like oiling rust. We need to just move, move those joints. And the more we do that, the, the longer we can use them for. What happens to, to, to people who have gone through orthopedic surgery, particularly let's talk to the, to the older generation where they've broken a hip or they've broken a leg or whatever have you, where already mobility is, is compromised at the best of times. Like what would you be doing with them? So I would really t- take it down to basics and see where they are able and how they are able to move that in a pain-free range that feels good and provides some sort of relief and just take it from there, baby step, baby steps. I have a, um elderly client who's had about five back ops and my first session with him, we probably managed to get through two different exercises and movements was very slow and we just did what his body was able to manage and now we're moving through a whole hour together doing at least 10 different things and he's moving in ways he didn't know he could move anymore feeling amazing and it's just like all these light bulbs going off in the body and it's so beautiful to witness so does the physical exercise basically, um, it's again, we, we said that it, it, it motivates the, the muscles, right? Um, does, does the body, how, how does the body react when you are, when you, when, when you're doing these exercises? What is making it become more mobile? What is, what is the biological mechanism there? Well, definitely blood flow. For starters, blood flow is everything. And also just getting the, the muscle to fire. Getting it to fire and using it correctly or sometimes even isolating it completely because, for example, we, we use our, we reach and grab something with our arm, but we're elevating the shoulder. So you're learning to reprogram how you're using the body and the muscles, but correctly, whether that means isolating the, mu- the muscle or using a couple, but starting to recruit the muscles correctly and independently that they're doing the right job for the right movement. Because often we're using our neck because we're not, we're moving the whole spine because we're not moving the neck, for example. And then you can kind of see what your, how your brain has been protecting your body because of the pain or memory it experienced, and now we're starting to break through that and start moving mindfully and correctly again. I think the beautiful thing is also like from where you work at Synergy, 
that there there are people that you can refer people to if, if someone needs a car, if someone needs a physio. Um, you know, it's a, it's really a holistic view of treating a patient. Totally. And I mean, the fact that it's called Synergy Holistic, it speaks volumes. So many clients come in there and they're like, wow, you know, this place is amazing. You just, it's a one-stop shop for, for everything. You go and see your chiro, you go and see your bio, you go and do your facials, you go and do your Pilates, you get your coffee, you do your therapy. It's, it's a beautiful, beautiful space. It really is. Like I said uh, earlier with you ladies, you just walk in and it smells fabulous like mm, you, you want to do something in there <laughs> so just going back you know there's times that, that that i certainly have noticed in my life that even though you try to do certain exercises there are other other components that that hold you back um you know i'm i'm looking um i'm reading and trying to experience a lot for example like with the vagus nerve and just seeing how much tension is held in my body. So like, you know, I'll wake up and I'm holding so much tension in my body that I could go to a yoga class or I could go to Pilates class, but I can hardly move because of the tension that's been held in my, in, 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 in my space, you know, um, just the other day I woke up and I did a Vegas nerve, like, like maybe a, a 10 or 15 minute thing. And I actually could not, I couldn't believe how tight my ribs were, my shoulders were, you know, I would have come in and said, my shoulders are tight or my neck and whatever have you, I don't think I would have been able to move too much with, with, with you know, in a, in a Pilates or even in a yoga se- session. Like, is there, do you, do you, do you see a correlation there? Um, you know, I mean, like I would say, if, if that was the case, you would come in and see me, I would see, okay, I would start with gentle movements that your body is open to doing and allowing and just tune into the body and, and gather what I'm feeling and kind of, Use my intuition and go with it and see what you're able to do, but obviously not push too much. The one thing that I know for sure when it comes to any type of nerve or neural work in the body, you don't want to aggravate it. It can flare up so quickly. So, mm-hmm. you know, I would, I would maybe try something, stop, break, stop, on, off, on, off sort of method to not aggravate anything. But otherwise I would then just say, you know, maybe a little bit more physio work is required to work on this to just get your, pain or inflammation down to a level where you are able to then move a bit more. I wouldn't, I wouldn't push it. We're speaking to Sabrina Pretoria. She is a Basie, by the way, what does BASI stand for? So you told us before. So it's Body Art Science International Basie, yes. Basie, Basie. A Basie Pilates instructor. If you've got any questions or any comments, or want to know a little bit more about um, some aspect of Pilates, you're most welcome to SMS us on 34519, or you can telegram us on 0618951019. This is 101.9 High FM. This is the Healthy You, Wealthy You show with Adol Kosilski and Fagy Stern. This is the Healthy You, Wealthy You show, and we're speaking to Sabrina uh, Pretorius about Pilates. I think that one of the, the, the topics that we didn't really touch, Sabrina, and I think, it's excuse the pun, it's at the core of Pilates, and that is the core. <laughs> so maybe give <laughs> uh, our, uh, our, uh, our listeners a little bit more about that. You know, what, what is it, what, what is the core? Where is the core and how does the core and, and how do and how do people struggle if they don't have that core strength? In what ways do people struggle? Okay, well, the core. There's a little bit of a misconception here because the core is not just the abs or the six pack. 
the core is really about all all the deeper layers and also the pelvic floor layers. It's also got to do with lower back, glutes, inner thighs. It's pretty much front and back midsection of the body. But there's so many deeper layers that are concentrated, deeper part of pelvis, and that is really the core, which is at the base of spine, wrapping spine and really supporting the spine. And yeah, to, I mean, that's really all the Pilates exercises are pretty much based around all those muscles getting, getting stronger. Because that leads into posture, right? Because if your core is weak, that's when you're going to huddle over the computer or you're going to be sitting or sleeping in, 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 in a wrong, a wrong position. Is that correct? Totally. Yes. Yeah. Your postural, postural muscles are also linked to a lot of your shoulders and your back muscles, your pull, pull muscles. And this is another thing I love about the Pilates equipment is you can pull those ropes. And if you think about it, even in the yoga repertoire, there's nothing where you are able to pull. You're always mm. able to push, but you're never actually able to pull. So I always say to my clients, even when you're going to the gym or anything else, or even just your resistance band behind a door, pull. Do your pull exercises because they such link to such strong stabilizers of posture and shoulders, and that really, really helps get you stronger in your posture and standing standing up straight, sitting well, up straight. Well, without having that core strength also, like you say about posture, surely your body kind of over overcompensates and your weakest spot will then will then suffer. So yes. for me, it's lower back pain. For someone, it could be a shoulder pain. For someone else, it could be a leg pain. Surely, like, if your body's not in the correct posture most of the day, not only from sitting, your body then overcompensates. Yes, it definitely does. And the thing is, we kind of do, uh, compensate unconsciously. So when you're bringing the Pilates into it, it becomes so much more mindful because now I'm so, I'm watching my clients and I'm seeing their, their habitual movement patterns where they compensate. And I'm immediately on top of it telling them, okay, you've got to shift a bit here and you've got to pull a bit there. And, they, you know, they get all confused because it feels awkward or they don't feel straight anymore. But they're understanding that they're bringing themselves back to center and back to balance, which is really what you want to do. Now make your unconscious movement patterns a lot more mindful. And you start changing it. That even when you're outside of your class and you're doing whatever, you realize, oh, I'm sitting on that side again. Oh, I'm, I'm shrugging up a bit there. And you just loosen it up and relax and bring yourself back to center. That's the start. Sabrina, do you have any stories that you can tell us of, of, of people that, that you've seen uh, being rehabilitated by Pilates? Um, I have quite a few stories. One that stands out to me was a male client. He was over 60, big, tall guy, and he was very passionate about his running. And he started developing spinal stenosis, which is the narrowing of the spinal canal. And he was in a lot of pain and not able to run anymore. He went and saw specialists and they all told him, sorry, give it up. No more, no more, no more. And he was devastated. And I think his daughter or someone got suggested to him, try and get involved in Pilates. And he was so, he was like a real A student. He was so dedicated and gave it his all and put his heart into it. And I said to him, all right, let's, we're going to do, we, he committed to 10 
sessions with me one-on-one. And I started from that basis and took him through all the work. He even went and bought a Pilates anatomy book, which had all the foundation exercises in, and he strictly followed his program at home and did, even if it was 10 minutes every day of his little bit of something, until it became second nature like the back of his hand, whether he was with me or not, he knew what to do and built a lot of core strength around that spine that he was able to go and run again, not necessarily run for time and compete in that sense, but he was able to still participate, even if he had to walk a bit and run a bit and enjoy it and do it because he loved it so much without pain and manage with that core connection. And he was just so forever grateful. That's that one that's, really. That's, you've got another one to tell us because I think when 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 people when 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 people tell stories, you know, you kind of then identify, you know, that yes, yes you know, it can be done. Interestingly, I think I read that this this it was a Joseph Pilates. That the people he was rehabilitating were people that came with 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 uh, with um, uh, disabilities or trauma from war. Like that, that's that, you know, so he was actually just like sitting there scientifically working out how do I get this muscle to fire this muscle to get this guy to get like better functionality with his arm or with his leg or with his core, you know, yeah. how he's going to walk, et cetera, et cetera. If you uh, Google Joseph Pilates and you look at these olden day pictures mm-hmm. with him and his clients and these people, really you can see the hospital bed, that that look of the the equipment that he was using and how it, it sort of evolved off of this plinth hospital bed looking type of thing. If you look at those olden day reformers and you look at the modern day ones, now I always say to my clients, look, these are the olden day Ferraris and here's the new modern day Ferraris. But it's the same thing, just the, the modern version, which is so cool. And you've also got now the Pilates balls. I was just thinking we've never mentioned those and the, those resistance straps as well. You use a lot of that. Yes, so that's all the small apparatus, foam rollers, resistance bands, rings. We use the blocks. We use um, the loop bands. We use the big balls, the small balls, the all of those, all of those, just to also make it different and that we're not always we're doing, even if we're doing the same exercise, we're doing it so many different ways with so many different apparatus. And it also makes it exciting because I've heard a lot of – People come into me and my class and tell me, you know, I've tried Pilates before, but it was actually so boring. And I think cheap as one, what Pilates were you doing? Because it's not boring. It's actually spicy and so much fun. You know, let's, let me, let me give you another try. <laughs> and then it's also like a mental thing. You have to like have that mental, you know, space to, to know that you're coming in there to do like a real hard work. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's not also, I mean, it is hard work, but it's also fun and it feels good and you can feel your body says, oh, thank you. So that's motivating to do it. It's not like you're coming in and you ha- when you leave, the goal is you need to be dripping in sweat because you, you got your ass whipped in a good workout. No, it's not like, it's it's not that sort of mm. mindset around it. It's actually, like I, say, like I say to my clients, it's medicine for your body. It feels good. You, you. You want to be there. You want to come back. Do you have children's classes? I don't. I used to. But the thing is now, um, in Synergy, the space I'm at, it's um, it's quite a smallish space that I filled out with equipment and machines. So it's not really child-friendly. The thing with the machines is, you know, if you're going to be doing Pilates with children, it's not really – 
you don't really want to put them on the machines till they're about probably 17 years old and onwards. Just because of growth spurts and all of that, you don't want to push too much strength training. You'd rather do a lot of floor work with the children. But my room's filled with machines, so it's not child-friendly. We have been speaking Pilates today. This is the Healthy You, Wealth You Show, and this is 101.9 Ha FM. This is the Healthy You, Wealthy You Show with Adol Kosilski and Fagy Stern. You definitely have a, a fan club. We've just got a message. I just want to say that Sabrina is one of the best Pilates instructors in the country. She speaks with so much confidence, and I love it. So there you go. That was oh, a, thank a, you. I don't know who it is, but it's one of your fan club. <laughs> if people want to get a hold of you, uh, Sabrina, how can they do that? Well, they can contact me at Synergy Holistics. Um, my handle is at Anywhere Pilates. And, yeah, email, contact number, WhatsApp. It's all there. Great. Well, thank you so much for giving of your time and giving of your expertise. And certainly, like, at the back of my mind, I'm glad to begin. I should get back on the reformer. Never too late, Adel. I'll begin offline. I want to know where I can get that, that, that ready to go. I'm <laughs> going to send, I'm going to send you the link now. <laughs> thank you, Dave. <laughs> thank you. Absolutely. We're in. Thanks so much. And thank you to everybody for listening. This is the Healthy You, Wealthy You show. We wish you a wonderful, healthy week ahead. This is 101.9 High FM.